must be stoned. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. My dear Christians, those who are disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ, baptized in the name of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and being taught to observe all that our Lord Jesus Christ has commanded to us. Some things in the church are said so often and repeated enough times that we lose sense of what is truly being said or we ignore an important thing all together. Our gospel on this day from Matthew 28 is from a section in our Bibles that if you open it up in your English Bible, you will undoubtedly see right there before verse 16 that this section is called the Great Commission. Jesus commissions his disciples to go out and make disciples, more disciples in all nations. And how does he do that? He tells them to go and make those disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The sentence does not end there, however. Indeed, when one is baptized in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they are brought into the family of God to live a life joined with Jesus Christ, following the same pattern as his life, living, suffering, dying, and rising. But the making of a disciple does not end at baptism. And Jesus makes that clear. Go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them, to observe all that I have commanded you. Teaching follows baptism. And it is an essential part of the making, the formation of disciples. I remember... When I was serving in Minnesota, every few years, our districts, here we're in the North Wisconsin district, there I was in the Minnesota North district, we get together for conventions. And we pass all kinds of resolutions. Pastor from each church and a lay person from each church. And a lot of these things that are just passed are just kind of, you know, mom, baseball, apple pie, feel good sort of things that don't really have a whole lot of force behind them. And I'll never forget at this one back in Minnesota, there were all these resolutions we were going to pass about missions and that we as the church need to be serious about making disciples and 
there were all these resolutions that would say, our Lord Jesus has said, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I'll never forget there was this one pastor who probably about six, seven times during this convention went to the microphone and made a motion to add the rest of the verse to it. Teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Baptizing and teaching makes disciples, makes followers, students of our Lord Jesus Christ. The making of a disciple does not end once the baptismal font's water is emptied out and the lid is placed back upon it. Teaching all that our Lord Jesus Christ has commanded us is part of the making of disciples. So when does the making of a disciple end? Well, when have you finished learning all that our Lord Jesus Christ has commanded you? At what point in your life are you able to say, I know it all. I keep it all. I walk in the ways that Jesus has given me without fail. You get where I'm going here. Being taught, being made a disciple by that word of God does not end in this life. The entire life of a Christian is being made, being formed into a disciple. Yes, we are baptized in the name of that triune God, but we continue to be taught by that word, that all-powerful creating word by which our Lord God in the beginning spoke forth and brought all things into existence. Do you still need to be taught? Do you still have things to learn from the words of our Lord Jesus Christ? I submit to you today, dear baptized children of God, all of us continue to need to be taught, continue to need to be formed into the disciples that Jesus Christ would have us be. Maybe I could put the litmus test to you this way. In this present age, we find ourselves more and more wondering how to faithfully speak the word of God to the hostility and hatred of the world around us. And I would invite you to ask yourself, do you always know how to speak? Do you always know how to answer faithfully when the world attacks you for what you believe, when the world hates you for what you confess? Do you always have the word to say without fail? 
If you do, congratulations, because I know I don't. I know I wrestle daily. How to speak the word of God faithfully, yet also be loving, compassionate, and proclaim a God that does love all humanity. A God who also calls sin, sin. A God who indeed has formed the heavens, the earth, and mankind within it, male and female. If you are claiming to know the word to speak in every moment, then I submit you are fooling yourself. The making of a disciple, the being taught to observe all that Jesus has commanded begins at the baptismal font. And it goes on throughout your earthly life. Where does that word rank in your life today? What does it look like to continually be made a disciple, being taught to observe all that Jesus has commanded? Is it one hour on Sunday morning? That's part of it. Is it being in a Bible study to learn God's word more deeply? Yeah, that's definitely included. Is it reading from the Holy Scriptures day in and day out and letting that word dwell within your mind as you go out into that world of hostility and hatred where it is not friendly to Christians? Then I think we're getting closer to what Jesus has in mind. This word that Jesus gives us is a powerful, creative word. It is a word that says, let there be light, and there is light. It is a word that says, let there be seas, and there are seas. Let there be land animals, and there are land animals. Let there be mankind made in our image. And then by God's word and his hand in the dust of the ground, he brings us forth. That word entrusted to you, dear baptized Christians, is that same word that has the power to bring, <coughs> excuse me, the same word that has the power to bring forth creation out of nothing. That same word is what says, you are forgiven in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And you know what? You are forgiven. That word is the same word that says, you have eternal life. There's a place prepared for you in eternity. He speaks it, and it is so. It is that same word that says, this is my body. This is my blood. And what does he give you in that word? His very body and blood. You see, Jesus does not leave his church without the most important promise of all. And I hope this kind of hits in a place where you need it today. Because as I've already spoken about a world where it is so hard to know how to speak and how to live, how to love, how to respond, hear the promise of our Lord Jesus Christ 
at the very end of Matthew's gospel. For after he tells us, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing and teaching. He says, behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. I am with you always to the end of the age. Do you somehow think you are alone in this world? Do you somehow think that Jesus has just gone up into the clouds to sit at his Father's right hand and left you without heavenly aid in this world? No. I am with you always to the end of the age. In that word, and all the places where that word is delivered, in the bread and in the wine, where Jesus gives his body and blood. He says, I am with you. All that Jesus has done, his death, his resurrection, his ascension to the Father's right hand, they are not just past history, but present realities delivered to you in that word. Go, make disciples, baptize, teach, and know that I am with you. That's the Great Commission. I've seen some churches, and perhaps you have been to them before, Whereas you're pulling out of the driveway to leave the church, they will have a sign. And it will say on the sign, you are now entering the mission field. But the truth is, this is the mission field here too. Because we are still being made into disciples. We are still being taught. And we are being assured and gathering together with the promise that Jesus is indeed with us to the end of the age. Dear baptized children of God, continue to be taught to learn and to keep, to guard and to hold all that Jesus has given to us. And in the middle of all of it, in the middle of your walk that you strive to be faithful and true to our Lord Jesus and to the Father and the Holy Spirit, know this. Jesus remains with you to the end of the age until he returns in glory And we see him not only with eyes of faith, 
but see him face to face for all eternity. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.